very unique building. This is not a gymnasium. Uh, this is a multi-purpose event center. And we've been very purposeful in, in how we've approached the construction of this building and the amenities that we are bringing to this building. These amenities will serve for all these event promoters. These amenities will serve your guests well. We know we're in a great location, great freeway access. That's a key differentiating point for us. But the level of service that we want to provide our event promoters and the things that they can do in this building will separate us from other uh, buildings throughout the region. That was Henrico Sports and Entertainment Authority Executive Director Dennis Bickmeyer just a couple of hours ago up there at the new Henrico Sports and Events Center where they held a press conference and tour this afternoon of the still very much under construction but starting to take shape Henrico Sports and Events Center and the very busy Dennis Bickmeyer graciously giving us a few minutes of his time this afternoon. He was waiting there at the front door today with open arms to welcome us proudly into the building what's the feeling like right now for you dennis thanks for joining us hey bob uh hopefully you can hear me i'm getting uh i'm getting another broadcast that's coming through we're going to correct that our producer aj who hasn't had to produce my show for a while because i haven't been here he's going to take care of that he'll push a couple buttons and (laughs) There we go. You're a pro at this, Dennis. You're on these airwaves with Al all the time. You, you, if you can handle Al, you can handle anything. That's and right. I mean that, that's right. I mean that in the kindest of ways. So what was the <laughs> feeling like today as you welcomed me and many other people into your building that continues to take remarkable shape? Well, thank you. Yeah, I mean, just, uh, you know, feel like a proud papa. I mean, um, you know, it's just, uh, first of all, it was great to see the turnout. And thank you all for coming out and for your interest. But, uh, yeah, I mean, you just, we're seeing this thing grow up before our eyes. And, uh, and, I, and I talked about the last time we had a media gathering out there, we had a lot of guests and, you know, county departments represented and things. in December when we did the topping off ceremony and put the highest beam in the building. And then, you know, to, to see where we are now as we're, you know, getting, you know, into the summer months, uh, just the progress that's made has just been tremendous. And, and knowing now... But the next big step is to actually cut the ribbon on this thing October 12th. Amazing, the timing of that. And as I said, there's still a lot to be done, but it does go quickly when they get to this point, and you'll be ready to go in mid-October. I don't know if you could hear the soundbite that we played in introing you just a couple of moments ago because of the, the technical issues, but you made a point to say this is not a gymnasium. This is a multi-purpose event center. How much of that today was to show us that with the number of groups and organizations that have already signed up? Yeah, that's exactly it. But we wanted to show the diversity of events that could happen in this building. And, and, and again, you know, the speaking point is it's got 12 courts. You know, you can do 12 basketball courts that can convert to 24 volleyball courts. And, and, and that's, those are, you know, two of the stats that are out there. But I just want people to know that it's not just basketball and volleyball. There will be a lot of that played in there, certainly. Um, and we look forward to showcasing both of those sports. Well, you heard from, you know, futsal RVA today and just the progress that's been made in futsal. And I didn't even know what futsal was before I got on this job. And, Me you know, either, partner. The, the, I didn't know until today. <laughs> I don't mean to interrupt you, but I didn't know until no. today what that was. So go ahead. <laughs> it's great. It's great. Indoor soccer, three-on-three, fast-paced, you know. Um but that's good. But again, a lot of those are youth focused. And then 
we start talking about, okay, what can we do at the college level? Well, we made the big announcement with the Atlantic 10 Conference and our partners over at Richmond Region Tourism last month that the 810 Women's Basketball Championship is is coming to the Sports and Events Center. And and then you start looking at, okay, Richard Bland College, they've got a, a doubleheader basketball event booked in there. So now we're, now we're into the college side of things. And, you know, then you start thinking about, okay, what other sports can work there? We are getting calls from concert promoters. We're getting calls from consumer trade shows and, and things like that. So it really could serve a, a lot of different, you know, variety, I guess I should say, of opportunities in this building. It is a sports and, and entertainment complex first and, and probably sports first for sure. But what I think it does, Bob, is it gives our youth a place to play. It brings teams in from out of town. But for our residents, it also gives them an opportunity to, to come see some special events in that building. And that's where I think, you know, you, you put the 810 Women's Basketball Championship in that category as well. Hey, let me continue on that topic of the A-10 Women's Basketball Championship. We certainly mentioned it a few weeks ago when you guys made that announcement. But the other guy who was waiting for us at the door today was Tom Yeager, the former commissioner of the CAA, now working with you. And you used the phrase proud papa. He seemed like a proud papa when he explained to us about the court that is actually going to be used when you have championship basketball events like the A-10 Women's Basketball Tournament. Well, Tom's our ace in the hole here on uh, NCAA-related events, that's for sure. To have somebody with that experience, you know, 40-plus years working in intercollegiate athletics is an absolute win for us and and obviously, as you know, just a gem of a person. But, yeah, we we started to think about, again, the prospect to have these types of championship events or, you know, showcase basketball. Like, we you know, we got the 804 Coaches for Change, uh, a basket, high school basketball tournament teaching public versus private uh, boys and girls programs here in the area. They'll play on that court, too. And interestingly, the court that we purchased was was used at the Louisville NCAA uh, men's basketball regional this past year. It only has three games played on it. So, uh, so Tom was able to work out a deal for us to purchase that floor. Uh, it's actually being painted in our, our brand colors. Um, and then we'll look forward to having that floor here. But what it does, it provides a very clean championship floor. So, you know, we're putting the top of the line floor in as our permanent hardwood floor. Uh, we were explaining it, uh, some of the construction guys were explaining it to the, the event promoters that were there today, the quality of the floor that's going in um, on the hardwood, the permanent hardwood. And then what we'll do on the arena side of the building is we'll cover that hardwood, and then we'll put this this NCAA floor down um, when we do the 810 Women's Basketball Championship. 804 coaches for change, they're going to use it. Richard Bland, when they're here, they're going to use it. And any other kind of big events that, that we have, that floor is very clean. It'll look fantastic on television, which, again, we know the 810 is nationally televised. CBS Sportsnet and, and ESPN2, I believe it is, for their championship. So we just wanted to make sure we had a very good, clean-looking floor that, you know, deserving of a, a championship-caliber facility. So let me try and be the uh, hard-hitting journalist here 
but I've never been accused of being. But that's a that's a major purchase there, Dennis. So I, I wonder, are you still on budget? Are you still on time? Are there, you know, hiccups that have happened along the way? You certainly put your best foot forward today, but we all know construction projects like this, particularly in this day and age, can have some hiccups. There's no doubt, yes. So the the, the short answer is yes, we, we are on budget. So feel good about that. And again, I'll go back to decisions that were made way before I got here during the COVID time when the county made a decision to purchase all the steel that was needed for the building. You saw that today. It's even hard for me to, to paint a picture for your listeners how much steel is in that building and then how much concrete is in that building. That decision in 2020, when they hit pause on the on the building you know, construction to go ahead and purchase the materials, that that they, not to say it saved this project, but it certainly saved the budget on this project. How about that? Um, so that part of it's been good, and and we've not had any hiccups. But one thing that we've done, Bob, is we have been able to go in and and make some changes. Uh, I'll give you an example. You saw today the four sided video scoreboard that wasn't programmed in the original um, plans for this building. That that was an ad. So we've been able to go in and be able to, to use some contingency monies that were available to, uh, to support making that kind of upgrade. So we've been very thoughtful about making changes. We've been able to trade something, you know, that was maybe programmed originally for something else and be able to have it wash out where there's not a, any kind of huge budget implication or anything. So feel good about where we are budget-wise, feel good about where we are timing standpoint as well to to be able to cut that ribbon there in, in, in uh, middle October. So I'll ask you one more question along those lines, and I don't know why this came into my mind, but I will, and then we'll get back to more of the fun and games in the remaining time we have with Dennis Bickmeyer here this afternoon. Henrico Sports and Events Center. It's a mouthful, Dennis, and I know Henrico's proud of it and wants its name in there, and I certainly get that. But in this day and age, almost every venue, stadium, facility has some sort of a corporate name on it. Could that potentially down the road happen for you guys, which would obviously bring in more money and bring in more dollars to the center and to the county of Enrico? It definitely could happen, yes. Um, something that we uh, will more actively pursue. We, we've been at this for a little over a year, and it's, it's, it's on our to-do list. Just haven't been able to spend as much time on it as I would have liked because um, it would be great to open the building with a, with a corporate brand name on it. That, that's ideal. That's what's great for the brand as well. But, yes, if it doesn't happen between now and October, uh, I still think that that possibility is a strong possibility. And what I didn't touch on today with the assembled group is the other, the second floor on what would be, make sure I get my directions right, the north um, east side of the building, um, that whole second floor is wide open space. It's for future development. And I would love, you know, the opportunity that if we are able to partner with a with a company that, you know, maybe they maybe they're a company that could utilize that second floor space. And you know, I'm thinking I would love to look at something that aligns with what we're doing. So you start thinking sports medicine, physical therapy, you know, companies like that that would want their brand and their services in front of, we're projected to maybe put a half a million people through that building. I mean, we already have over 40 weeks booked 
in 2024. So uh, I guess I'm making a little bit of a sales pitch. So if uh, <laughs> if you and that and that awesome sales team over there want to partner up on something and go pitch something, I'm all for it. Or we could just call it the ESPN Richmond Sports and Events Center. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not sure that you may not want to waste your breath on that one. On that one. But day. I will we're, we're, say this: I know I know there are going to be a lot of opportunities for us to partner with you guys, yes. and I look forward to having you guys out there. <laughs> and you know, obviously, we can't wait. And you touched on that number that, that's already out there: forty weekends booked in 2024, or from when it opens in October through 2024. Is that exceeding expectation? Is that where you thought you would be at this point? And are you you kind of percolating even? more weekends to be filled before too long yeah well we're going to run out of weekends at some point and what's interesting is is we've got we've got some folks that have reached out to us that said like hey look if somebody drops i want this weekend or you know if somebody doesn't sign a contract or get a contract back to us and the weekend opens up call us so yeah i mean I, i i anticipate filling up almost you know the full 52 week slate um we we thought we could get there. Um, so, you know, I'm thankful. I think first and foremost, Bob, is that there's been this kind of interest in the facility. Um, you know, I guess you're always kind of cautiously optimistic. It's a new endeavor. Um, there have been some promoters that have we've reached out to or they've, you know, been in contact with us, and they've kind of taken a little bit of a wait and see. Yeah, let's let's see, you know. But now when they hear that, oh, my gosh, they got 40 weekends, there's, there's not a lot of opportunity maybe to get their event in the building. So, um, yeah, I, I, again, we're thankful. Um, we're, I think we're where we thought we could be. Um, but, you know, and, and then it's going to be our job to sustain it as well. You heard me talk about service today and, and working with our event promoters and providing a high level of service. We do that really well here in the greater Richmond area. Our hospitality partners, hotels, restaurants, our public safety. You know, we all have been to a bunch of events here. We we do events well here in Richmond. I, I really think that, you know, and, you know, I'll reflect on my time at the Raceway and, and all the efforts that, you know, we all put in um, with all of our third-party partners to, to put on really good events. And, and I think that's going to be one of those things that will help differentiate us from other buildings like ours is that we've got a great location. we got great partners from the hospitality industry, and, and we know how to put on events, and I think that's going to be beneficial. Hey, lastly, I know almost all, if not all, of your time is focused on this project right now, but anything new on the bigger arena that we're all excited about, the 17,000, 18,000-seat arena that we know is further down on the timetable? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, in meetings every week, and the the meeting schedule for the arena at Green City has uh, has picked up. So it was in a lengthy one this morning. So um, every meeting is a is a step forward on that project. The uh, the Green City development team uh, with ASM Global at the table now as a development partner and as an operator. Uh, you know, best in class there with those guys. Um, are are working through design uh as we as we speak and you know we're just all hopeful that we can continue to move through design move through permitting and and flip the calendar to early 2024 and start seeing some shovels in the ground that's the goal um and if we can do that then we'd be looking at you know maybe mid-year 2026 opening um so we're all pushing for that uh there's a lot of folks here on the 
on the county side that are working with the development team to uh, to make this thing a reality. So, like I said, every meeting, uh, every time we meet, there's a there's a step forward, and I think that's a great sign. Exciting times, exciting stuff. Great to get out there today and, and get a peek at it and look forward to doing it as you get closer to completion there in, uh, in October. You're going to be able to get a breath and take that last <laughs> weekend in July off and get out to the raceway for the NASCAR race? Oh, July. yeah. Yep, yep. Looking forward to it. <laughs> Looking forward to uh, going out and supporting those guys and seeing a lot of old friends in the industry or longtime friends in, in the industry. So uh, definitely we'll be doing that. All right. Sounds good, Dennis. We look forward to catching up with you again before too long. And again, thanks for the invite and the tour this afternoon. Uh, really amazing stuff. Well, I'm glad you guys got to see it. And, and, and again, there's just, just that wow factor when you walk in there. So thank you. Thank you, Dennis. Dennis Bickmeyer with us on the Sports Huddle this afternoon. It really was uh, impressive uh, to see. Executive Director of the Henrico Sports and Entertainment Authority. And they continue. They're about four months, right, from the opening, right? This is June, July, August, November, October. And, and away we go. So we'll keep monitoring that. And chances are pretty good that if you're in the sports community in Richmond, eventually you're going to step foot and use that facility and you'll experience what we're talking about we'll talk more after the break almost 10 minutes to five already on the tuesday sports huddle thanks for locking us in on 1061 espn